2: News bears the Phoenix Suns fall to the Orlando Magic 114 97, but have no fear, PHNX is here, and we're brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Also, don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a five star review, guys.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: How you doing tonight?
0: I do not like the Orlando Magic in a hurricane. You're not
2: going to do it, Jared? I, did, I do not I like them in a slight rain.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, right. That was...
1: Never mind. Yo, Jared just, I was ready no. to go. I thought you were going to do it. <laughs> he was going to go, then you were going <laughs> to go, then gonna, I was uh, going to go. That's why Lindsay said when uh, it gets back to her. Well,
2: welcome to we the tried, PHNX y'all.
0: Suns bitch session.
1: We're we here.
2: tried as much as the Suns tried tonight. That's <laughs> the way that tonight went. It was a bad Friday for all of us. Let's get into it. What are your guys' three points of this game?
0: Mine, you know, I, they've got to be just concerned about the uh, about the election here in Arizona. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's obviously something on their mind beyond basketball because that wasn't it. Tonight. I
3: think mine was Terrence Ross. I think they were just trying to give him a safe space to really show out and see, is this a guy we want to trade for at the
1: trade deadline? Um, you know, I, th- I heard that they had tickets to Magic Hours at Disney World, and they mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that they get there. So that's <laughs> when the park closes and you get it all to yourself. Mm-hmm.
2: That explains that. So I'm sure that. that's what it was. I think so. I mean, Josh in the chat said, we did not do our thing, 21. So really, I mean... Who's to blame here? Nobody's to blame in this situation. I'm just kidding. For real, for real. Let's actually get into our three points of the game. Saul, so tip us off. What you got?
1: Yeah, so mine, uh, I completely forgot because I thought you were going to go with Espo again. Uh, give me a second. Espo, go. Issues. Oh, travel issues. Oh, yeah, the travel issues. I said it before the game. It throws your rhythm off. I said that they were going to start off slow. I didn't realize that their slow start was going to persist all the way through the game. But that was my main point.
3: My main point is Mikael Bridges. We were talking about how great he was the other night. And he was still aggressive tonight, but he just could not hit anything. He went three for 13, two for six from three, finished with eight points. Um, And I I think some of his releases were a little wonky. You looked at the sleeve that he had on his left elbow. Um, I don't know if that's been bothering him or what's going on, but his release just looked strange tonight. Uh, and it showed up in his shooting numbers.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, for me, it was just a differential in bench scoring tonight. The Suns closed the gap towards the end, but it was a 10-point differential there. And and overall, you just can't give that up. But we know that they're lacking on their bench. We thought they were in a healthy uh, Son's team uh, you know but when you have guys out like they've had and you've had to have bench guys move into the starting lineup it makes it much more difficult to compete uh, and that puts a lot of pressure on your starting unit neither of them had it tonight and uh, but that becomes real problematic when your bench can't help at all
2: all right let's dive a little bit deeper into Saul's point obviously their rhythms their routines were a little thrown off possibly in large part because of all the travel issues I think when you're so used to having something a certain way, when it gets kind of thrown off a little wonky, it can mess up your entire schedule. We're talking now practice is later, training sessions are later, um, things that you need from the medical staff are later. How much of a factor do you really think this was, Saw?
1: Um, I mean, for some <clears throat> guys, it's probably a big factor, others, not so much. I thought Campaign played a decent game. He's probably the, one of the few guys out there that um, seemed like he at least had some energy. Everybody else just kind of. They really just kind of looked like blah, you know. What I mean, like nobody really did anything outstanding, and and you know, you you want to try and find the catalyst for that, and I think it all starts at the very beginning when you have an extra half day that you have to spend in Minnesota, and you gotta you kind of figure out the unknown. You don't really have a good routine in terms of your day to day. Athletes are very are very routine driven, uh, and so I think it, it it wasn't the reason obviously, but I think it contributed to it.
0: Well, I think when you add in the fact that you're facing a team like Orlando, who isn't on most nights particularly good, and you see that they have all these injuries, when you're already in a mindset that things are a little weird, you think, well, maybe we can take the the foot off the gas a little bit because, you know, we've had all these travel issues. This isn't a really great team. And, and you kind of lose your edge a bit with the, with all that combined.
3: They just had no flow tonight, no rhythm, no energy. I mean, D.A. got off to a great start. I think he had eight points in the first quarter, and then campaign was a spark plug, trying to get something going in that fourth quarter. But they just really were needing something, anything. Like, Monty turned to a dual big lineup with Biombo for a stretch. He gave Dwayne Washington mm. Jr. some minutes. Like, he was just looking for a sign of life from anybody. And so I do think that kind of factors in. These guys are... Creatures of habit, like they have their routines, and when you throw that off and throw in the bus travel and all that stuff, it, it can definitely mess with you a little bit.
2: I think you hit the nail on the head, Espo, as far as just <clears throat> now I can't remember my I'm train of thought. So choked up. <clears throat> Sorry,
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> well I, I did win my DraftKings bet today, though. You did, <laughs> yes,
2: and we will talk about that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh... What were you saying, uh, though, it, as far as as um, your
1: mentality is off
0: when you're. Yes, when I'm you sorry. I literally yes, enough. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're actually all, took a bus so, here
3: today. Well, I had my and then my brain well. went
2: completely blank. <laughs> Wait, my bad. But yes, I do think there's something to be said about that. I think that's something we've seen a lot with the sons over the last couple of years. They seem to just like I know we joke about them playing with their food but Gerald, you even tweeted about it. Their most frustrating games are against teams that they should completely blow out of the water. Mm. And I think a lot of it is just like this mentality that, oh, we can coast through this game. And you have to remember that even though, yes, technically you should be able to coast through these games, there's still NBA players on the other side of the court who are trying to beat you very badly. That's a
0: learned habit, though, because they did coast a lot last year and pulled it off in the fourth. So so they i wonder if it's if it's just kind of ingrained that oh we can flip the switch at any point but the problem is you're playing with campaign and Tory Craig in your starting lineup which drastically changes things and they just didn't have it tonight at all so I, they didn't play with their food
3: they choked on it. well that's yeah. the thing this is a trend that goes back to the year they went to the finals they had a better record against teams above 500 that year than they did against teams below 500 like They've, this is a team that always gets up for the big game and then tends to play down to their competition, especially when their opponents are missing guys. I think they use their opposition as fuel for their fu- competitive fire. And when they can't get up for a game, they struggle with it, even though Monty and the guys always preach, you know, everybody in the NBA is worthy of respect. These guys can beat anybody on a given night. They sure don't play like it sometimes, Honestly, I think you just
2: say that sometimes for the sake of saying it because you have to. Right. I don't know that they actually <laughs> believe it. But there's
0: the irony. Well done is better than well said. Your coach wears it on his damn hat. So just saying it and not living it is problematic. Yeah. I mean, I, you're not wrong. I'm confused how to feel, though, because we sat here and said... I don't care how they perform in the regular season. Right. I don't care if they mess with things and try different things in the regular season. If guys are, don't play, it's fine. And then it happens, and the instinct is to get upset about the yeah, fact that this they is, crap but, the but, bed against Orlando. This <laughs> no, 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 isn't no. messing
2: with things. This, I don't think this game was like trying no. to, to tinker not with not things even or try new things. You had injuries, and the injuries, yeah, but, yeah, but everything yeah, but not, else
1: was just with not, no energy. In injuries, is not money being like, "Oh, hey, by the way." Uh, Cam, why don't you you know fuck up your knee right now so we can test some things out? You know what I mean? Like no, but, but, that's not that's not what happened here tonight. Is they got completely outplayed by a second string lineup across the board? Like that's what it is, and that's not experimental. That's just lazy fucking basketball. Yeah, but we talked
0: about taking nights off and even mentally, for like resting team. guys. Like, yes, yeah. but not
1: just not showing up. Like what what is that? Like, no, that no, we're not letting them <laughs> off the hook. It's what the rest we, of the West has done the beginning of the season. <laughs> it I'm, hasn't
0: showed up. I'm no.
1: inclined
3: to agree that like a game like this, there wasn't a lot of experimenting going on. There wasn't a lot of growth in this game. But I also kind of see the point as like I'm I'm kind of done caring about regular season losses to bad teams as long as they continue to beat the good teams. They they just have this weird bad habit of doing it. So I'm not freaking out about this game. But it was
1: just like an unfortunate way
3: to spend a Friday watching Sun's
1: basketball. I, I hear, this is what I'll say about yes. this, since we're if we're not gonna care about the regular season or the games, mm. uh, especially against bad teams, then why the fuck is DeAndre Aiden only playing 26 minutes? Why not experiment and let him play fucking forty? You know, you got everybody else out there playing 30 plus minutes. He plays 26, didn't have a fucking foul all game. And like, I don't understand it. Like if we're going to experiment, how about we experiment trying to get guys better as opposed to taking them out? And then what do you, what do you gain by playing Bismack Biombo or, or um, Landale as much as you are? Like you got to play DA a little bit more. If he's this max contract guy, am I wrong? Like twenty six. listen. We're going to give other guys minutes. I totally get that. But 26, that's damn near half the game. Only half the game for a guy who you have to lean on to develop out there. I just don't even understand it. I don't even understand why you would do that way because bowl Bull bowls, giving him his lunch, like two guys, Wendell Carter and bowl bowl, both had double doubles against DA today. Like, yeah, I know it wasn't just DA, but well, hell, if this game doesn't matter, you might as well play DA, the whole fucking game and see what he's going to do in the fourth quarter when he's dog ass tired, because why not?
3: I mean, I have to go back and watch the rotation, but it did seem like they went to the dual big lineup and that ate into his minutes because they were trying to find something. Cause they were down double digits. I, I, I get when you look at the final box score and you look at the numbers, the minutes, and it's way different for DA compared to the rest of the guys, but we weren't sitting there watching this game actively thinking like, man, where's DA? Like they need more DA out there to get in this game. I don't,
0: no, and I you brought it up during the game, and I think this is exactly why you don't play D.A. more than that. He was out there grabbing at his shorts after three minutes in the game, huffing and puffing. third quarter, like, yeah. You know, like, that's why. Because I don't think he physically is capable of it at times, going out there and playing for more of the minutes than he has in a lot of these games. And to Jittle's point, it wasn't like he was helping you get back into the game either. So, But, I mean, nobody was.
1: You know what I mean, so I mean, like I get I get that excuse, but like nobody was was out there helping anything. Mikhail Bridges had eight points and he was shooting like dog shit. like, okay, well, the whole team's off, so you might as well just go ahead and test some things out again, in the theory of testing things mm. and experiment uh, experimentation. Why not let DA play more than his usual 30, 32 points, uh, minutes a game? Why not push him to those other limits? Maybe you could push him to the point where he doesn't get gassed three minutes into the third quarter and he's in better game shape. Or, you know, he was, he was, he was, he played very well in the first quarter. Maybe you don't take him out when you usually do and see what this is going to look like if you continue to play him throughout that. Maybe you could just let him roll into the second quarter. Like sometimes you let Devin Booker plays the whole first quarter, then he sits out at the beginning of the second. Why not do the same thing with DA? Like that's the experimentation I want to see. I don't want to see bum fucks from the bench playing more uh, damn near, you know, half the minutes that DA is playing when he's the one that's making a hundred plus million dollars in total.
0: I get the point early, but I actually would have rather seen Monty just take all the starters out for that fourth, and not and not put minutes on these guys after a rough travel uh, schedule and everything, and just say, you know what? Sometimes you just got to admit it's not your night. Let the bench guys just play it, and give these guys that we've have taxed into the forty minute range uh, over the last handful of games some time uh, to rest. But because they never. They didn't get
1: it. But they never do that with Booker and Bridges. They, sure they never do. They never. Do. He doesn't even think about doing that with those two.
2: Well, all I know is Icon is on the same page as us here right now. He sent us a super chat earlier. Thank you, Icon. Said DA needs to stay out of foul trouble. Plays 26 minutes with zero fouls against a starting lineup with two seven-footers. Vintage Monty. And then he went on later on with another comment saying uh, something to the effect of if you're going to experiment, why not uh, go with two bigs?
3: Well, I with, mean with DA, with DA and right, it. and that's with a and it's I. a fair point but he was also looking for a different spark because nobody in the starting lineup to that point had given a spark. So I'm not saying it's the right call. I'm just saying I think that's probably what Monty's thinking was because he literally went with Biombo and then a few minutes later brought in Dwayne Washington Jr. He was literally looking for any type of life from someone on the bench. But
1: again, he doesn't do that with the other two.
3: That's because that's... they play they regularly play a lot more minutes and because they have been to this point more valuable this season on the floor, like that's that's just the pecking order. It is what it is. It,
1: it, it, my and my point is, it'll never improve if you don't if you don't ever try it. You never know what you have if you don't ever try
2: it. Yeah, I don't think Book and Mikel should be out there in the fourth quarter in a game like this. Mm-mm. Like regardless of how many minutes you're used to playing or. If you're capable of doing it, that's just asking for something bad to happen. Like, just take them out at that point. They like, was, there's they no were, reason.
3: They were only down 13 going into the fourth. It's not like the game well, was not totally. Well, not at the beginning
2: over. of the fourth. Like, no, but, but like a little four bit into, into it, I feel like they, they played were down a by bit like 19. I mean, it was, it was right,
0: pretty well. clear that they weren't coming back in this game. They I mean, needed the game that book shooting six of 19. It's like okay, we get it. Not our night.
2: They needed to have a complete 180 in order, I feel like, to come back and win this game because there was just like zero energy throughout this entire one. And unless at least four of the five out there somehow found a huge burst of energy, I just, it didn't feel like they had it in them tonight. Like, that's just how it felt from the outside looking in. Okay, let's also talk about Mikel, because I feel like, like Gerald said, that was probably a big reason um, in tonight's game. Things just felt a little off. So Mikel, shooting-wise, not even remotely close to what he was the other night. Mikel went uh, 3 of 13 from the field and 2 of 6 from deep, but it seemed like he was struggling with some sort of issue in his left arm, right?
3: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you like i think we have the photo of it but like he never wears a sleeve on his left arm and he had that on tonight um pretty big left sleeve and then he we've like i said we've never seen that from him 3 of 13 he had that one uh shot where he was dribbling down the court in transition and pulled up and like launched this weird like one-handed right-handed floater yeah. that just looked strange like he didn't even put his left hand on the ball looked uncomfortable um, and there was nobody on him so it wasn't like he you know, somebody contested and he had to change it up in midair or something. It was just a weird shot. Um, It could have just been that he was in his own head. I don't want to like make excuses for him just because he shot bad tonight. But like it it was very weird and like his release was kind of left to right. It wasn't like dead on like it normally is. I don't know. It was just a very strange shooting night.
0: Yeah, And you don't put one of those sleeves on just randomly one day go, you know what? I want to put a sleeve on this elbow. Like mm-hmm. there's usually uh, a reason with, from the training staff as to why you'd be wearing that. So even if it's not anything major but enough to just throw you off from from your rhythm, uh, you know, that, that could definitely lead to or at least be a part of a 3 for 13 night.
2: Yeah, I don't know, but that is definitely something to keep an eye out on. Hopefully we hear, I mean, they do have a day off tomorrow. They actually have two days off, you yeah. guys, which mm-hmm. will be good for so them. Do <laughs> so do we. <laughs> uh, but it They seems have two like... days
1: off in South Beach. I don't know if this is going to be good. Yeah, that's, that's rough. <laughs> that's <Jeez. true. laughs> this
2: is very, you're not wrong. <laughs> but at least from maybe if he's got a little bit of lingering pain or just something feels a little off, maybe those two days Will give his elbow enough of a break that it needs to be back to normal. Hopefully, it's nothing crazy, because Lord knows we don't need that to happen to Mikhail Bridges.
0: Mm. Yeah, one of our girthlings, Jay, suggested maybe uh, you know he Mikhail accidentally elbowed Shaman in the head, and that's how
1: they
2: both. Got oh no. <laughs> I, I sure think a uh, foil hat club coming. <laughs> yeah, that oh, one man. sounds like a tinfoil hat club. But here's the thing, though. It wasn't just Mikel Bridges who struggled shooting tonight out of that starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Book did not have himself a great shooting night either. He was a 6 of 19 from the field and 2 of 8 from deep. So it was, it was just an overall, offensively, not a good night for this Suns team. It didn't seem like... Many of them, if any of them, really had any type of flow. So honestly, it was just a really bad night for the Suns basketball. You can feel it that from was. the
1: you can feel that from the tip. Yeah. It just it just everything about it fell off. And we we've seen this we've seen this movie with other teams before. And sometimes the Suns are good enough to overcome it. Mm-hmm. And they might win, but they might win sloppily. And we we even talked about it in the pregame because I said the Suns would only win by three. Um and and Espo said that they would win by 21. He had the he had the right score, but close, <laughs> hey, to just the wrong team. I just
0: misspoke. Yeah, yeah. He Orlando met, met Orlando. Time. Yeah,
1: yeah. But uh, it, it just again. But it, but then you know Gerald had said, well, we've seen these guys kind of play down to the competition before, and not only did they play down to the competition, they got mollywhopped by the <laughs> by the competition. And again, I don't think it was necessarily like it was just the bad shooting. More concerning was just the real piss poor defense mm-hmm. like they were giving up wide open lanes time after time after time again and it was like it was like they were they kept telling these professional shooter or professional professional basketball players to prove it uh prove prove that you can make the shot well they're a fucking nba player yeah they're going to make the shot if they're <laughs> wide open they're going to make the shot and that's what they did
0: <clears throat> i somebody in the chat mentioned something similar to this but does this team just struggle with length i mean when mm-hmm. when you play a team with a lot of bigger bigger guys, and I don't mean necessarily bulky-wise because Bull Bull ain't a bulky guy, I, you know, but just length. It seems like they struggle it, it very much. We saw it with, with the Pelicans last year in the playoffs. That's a team with a lot of length. We've seen it with a few teams uh, this year as well, is that a concern with this lineup? Well
3: it is, and, and we mentioned it in pregame that this magic team, they're I think they're the twenty-third ranked defense, but Dude. they do have a lot of length, especially with those two seven footers that they start. And you know, Book and is a off the bench. Right. You know? And and Book is a guy that can normally get to his spots, but length obviously bothers even the best scorers in the league. When Chris Paul is out there, he's a guy that length you can really bother him with that. And outside of that, we've talked about this for years now, they don't have a lot of guys that can go out and get their own bucket. Mikkel Bridges still trying to work on that. DA, he has to be set up for his looks most of the time. So, yeah, the length definitely bothered them. I, I think they also just missed a lot of shots. Like yeah. They were 13 for 42. I love that they got up 42 threes, but they couldn't hit anything tonight.
0: It felt It felt like it was either a three-point shot or they tried to get the rim. It didn't feel like a lot of mid-range tonight, and I think – to your point, the length can mm-hmm. stop a lot of that mid-range. So
3: yeah, definitely can. Only twenty-two assists tonight after they had 30 some the other night. Yeah. So when
1: they when they don't have their mind right, the length becomes way more apparent to them. Uh, and, and Booker struggles with that as well. But when they're when they're locked in, I don't think the length really bothers them so much. We saw that against the Mavericks. When they were locked in, they handle business just fine, easily. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last game, you know, you have the length of Rudy Gobert and Cat, no problem. They they whizzed right around that without any issue. But um, in general, yes, I would agree. Like even the Trailblazers um, provided some some sticky points, mm-hmm. and the Suns should have beat them both times, but they struggled and they lost it in the fourth quarter. And and so again, if they come locked in, ready to go, I think they could be anybody in the NBA. When they don't, they can lose to teams like Orlando. And that's where we're at right now, especially when you're missing key parts like Cam Johnson, Chris Paul, and Jay Crowder.
2: Mm -hmm. All I know Uh. is that I hope that the seats on the plane that they are traveling on tonight or the furniture at the (laughs) the hotels or the beds at the hotels are as comfortable as the furniture we have here at the Mm -hmm. VHNX Studios. All thanks to more (laughs) furniture. Because... If, if travel did play into this game whatsoever, then hopefully they have some comfy furniture to get some well-deserved rest on and be fresh for the next game on Monday. So all we can do is have our fingers crossed for that. And speaking of More Furniture, if you'd like to spruce up your home during More Furniture's fall sale, you can check them out at morefurniture.com. That's M-O-R-Furniture.com. Plus, right now, you'll receive a $100 gift card for every $1,000 you spend. Also, speaking of the holidays, they're just around the corner. You can spruce up your home at More Furniture. You can. You could get gifts for all of your favorite people at phnxlocker.com. Mm-hmm. We have some really great merch. I know we haven't talked about it a whole lot recently, mm-hmm. but it's still there. It's still just as fabulous as ever. The shirts are super soft. They're really cool designs. What design? Okay, let's pretend you guys don't have all the shirts that you have already from Uh PHX, right? Uh huh. If you were getting one shirt from our locker right now for the first time on Christmas morning, which one would you be most excited to open up?
0: I'm excited for my Die Hard one. I actually Mm -hmm. purchased it, but I don't have it yet. And I'm excited for that one. Okay. Looking forward to that. So, I mean,
3: I'm by, I would say the Valley Sicko one just because. I, it was my idea.
1: <laughs> I like that one. Oh, well, if we're going that way, I, I was just, maybe we're just fucking better shirt. You know what I mean? Even though the Cardinals are not fucking better. <laughs> no. yeah. uh, but I do like that shirt and it popped off when we when we launched that. I, that's actually. one of my favorite shirts that we've created. It's a cool design. B- because it has the F word in it too. So I like
2: that. Shocker.
1: And it's a cool design too. That is a fun
2: one. Honestly, I think our merch, the D T shirt, the Mercury one. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, that too one's too. probably that one goes like hard. It, that <laughs> one. If if we're ranking as far as what shirt is, goes hard compared to the others, like mm-hmm. I love the others, but that one's at the top of the list. Like yeah. that's a super dope shirt. <laughs> one anyway, of the,
1: one of the cool things we do we do have coming up that I can say is we will have a Black Friday sale. Ooh, um, it'll be hot, hot, hot. And next week, next week, mm-hmm. breaking news, <laughs> next week. Oh, man. I got to knock on the wood because you just <laughs> fucking never know. Um We have a major announcement. Major, major announcement that is going to involve our members, current members, future members, merch, the whole series. It's going to be a fucking banger. I thought all you were the gonna
0: drop the other thing that we were that we're hopefully going to have in the next few weeks.
3: So much excitement.
2: I love how you guys are always oh, like, yeah. so coy about all these things. And Gerald and I are just like, What's happening? Like, Which, yeah, what's whatever. happening?
1: I don't want to say it because I want to jinx it, but okay. this guy's kind of uh, kind of giving you a clue. So oh, Carmelo
0: cool. Anthony. Oh no, that's not right.
1: <laughs> Hoodie Mello. Hoodie, Hoodie Mello. Mellow. Here we come.
2: All right. So we have a couple super chats that I want to get to. Uh, first and foremost, we got one from Code. Code. Thank you for your super chat. They said Happy Veterans Day, Sol. Oh, thank you. Happy <laughs> Veterans Day. I appreciate Sol. it. Thank you. And then we have another super chat from Star. Thank you for your super chat. It said. Guys, we need your help in Australia. We can't get the new sunburst at all down here. No one wants to ship to us, sad face.
0: All right. uh, For a 40% uh, kickback, I will go buy it and ship it to each of you individually. If you all pony up enough
1: money for us all to travel to Australia, we will bring a jersey to you.
0: Seriously, though, (laughs) if you're willing to pay the shipping, DM me. Uh, we'll also try. pay we'll for try. the jersey too <laughs> i'm not buying the jersey but if you're willing to pay what it's going to cost to buy the jersey and and ship it i'll i'll go see if i can find your size in the player i'm happy to do that for our australian
2: fans yeah what a guy. we can do our best just our
1: australian fans
2: that's though. it Sorry. nobody else I'm if
1: you're kidding. local you're <laughs> shit out of luck we have some english fans too
2: we we have hey. fans from literally all over the world. Yeah, no, we pretty do.
1: Cool. We're worldwide. I extend
0: that offer to anybody in any country as be long careful, as you send buddy. me the money.
1: Careful, <laughs> <laughs> you'll be like, "Oh, sorry, babe, I gotta I gotta go to fucking wherever to get the jersey again today <laughs> yeah. for the fifteenth day in a row." I'm
0: just gonna I'm just gonna call up my friends at one of the places and go, "Hey, I need a." Uh, I need one of those codes that you give to influencers. I'm going to make some
2: cash <laughs> off this city. There you go. <laughs>
1: no, I'll take care of you. Can you, hey, you knock a DM. box off the truck real quick?
2: <laughs> All right. So continuing on with our points, Espo, earlier in the show, you mentioned the bench and the comparison between the second unit of these two teams. How much do you think not having Campaign or Landry Schammett in that second unit played a factor tonight? Well,
0: Campaign, Landry Schammett, you've got Tori Craig that's now in the starting lineup, it all starts to add up. And then while well, we were sitting here, I'm looking at the stats, and you know, I, I remember thinking, oh, Damian Lee got off to a pretty hot, hot start. And then he only got six shots in this entire game, went three of six. In a game like this, I want to see a guy like Damian Lee get more shots because we've seen he he could be one of those microwave guys where all of a sudden he just gets hot from deep and rattles off nine straight points and it and it changes things to me if you're gonna play him 22 minutes get him more than six shots like
1: I, I think at the end of the day what i keep coming back to that i didn't even really consider at the beginning of this show is that i think money didn't do a very good job as well tonight i think overall he didn't do a very effective job of of trying to get guys um in, into situations where they could succeed a little bit better than he did I'm not saying it's completely his fault. You got to bring the juice. But as a coach, I think I don't think he came as well prepared as he should have been as well.
3: Yeah. And I, you know, I understand the bench has been an area of concern for us. But I was actually I didn't think that they were that bad. Like, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, scoring 27 points, especially when you got guys missing is you can live with that. Yeah,
0: but you got to look at the last two minutes in Garbage Time. A but
3: lot it lot wasn't, but I mean, a lot of Bi- Biombo's points came in Garbage Time, but like, other than that, and Dwayne Washington's all were in Garbage Time, but like, for well, me... That's like
2: eight- Nine points.
3: Yeah, that, right, that's but, 12 points right there. But, my, but my point is the other guys didn't shoot poorly outside no. of Dario. And, like, if you look at the flow of the game, the starters came in, they got down early. The bench was the one that pulled them back in the game in the second quarter, and then the starters came back in, and then they were down nine. And then third quarter, the starters mostly played, and they were down by 13. Like, for me, the starters lost this game. Like, the bench was not great, but for considering how shorthanded the bench is, I didn't think it was that
0: big a deal. I just... Uh, and, and I agree. My, my point more is the bench unit hurts when you have to pull so many of these guys into the oh, yeah. starting lineup, which then makes it tougher if you get in a hole to try to come back mm. because you're asking guys who usually don't get significant minutes to now try to help pull you back into a game when your starters don't have it. And it just didn't. I don't think fairly you can expect them to do that. And tonight they were in a position where they had to. When you're missing
2: three guys from your bench, three of your main guys from your bench, (laughs) and your starters are relying on the rest of the guys in that unit, there's trouble at
1: hand. Mm -hmm. But listen, Gerald said it best. Like he didn't think that it was really a big deal what the bench did tonight. Which means that they did not mince Landry Shamit. There you go, folks. You happy? You're welcome? You asked for it? You wanted him to get his flowers? No. We (laughs) never. (laughs) He will not do it, damn it. Don't forget what what this show is all (laughs) about. Not on this program. (laughs) Never.
0: Not on my watch. (laughs) I will stand
1: guard. Landry
2: will. Actually, get his flowers on the show. Saul will try and stomp on them, but we will make sure Landry gets his daggone flowers.
1: Thou shall not pass. So
2: I'm just saying, oh, but not man. tonight. Landry didn't play tonight. Look, you could,
0: you just couldn't. There was no answers tonight. Mm-hmm. It, it, it everybody was was part of the problem. Nobody was part of the solution in this. Uh, you know, outside of I will say this campaign, who obviously came from the bench unit thrown into the starting lineup has performed admirably mm-hmm. in the two starts he's had. And tonight wasn't really his fault. I mean, he was the only guy to shoot above, uh, you know, I think it's above 40% from three he shot <laughs> five of 10 tonight. I mean, he had almost half the three point makes for this team. <laughs> uh, he did what he could, but you know, that's not enough.
2: Well, It's enough to be named the Draft King King of the game in tonight's game. I'll tell you that. So, congratulations, campaign. You are tonight's Draft (laughs) King King of the game because you had 22 points, three rebounds, four assists, and a steal, and you shot five of ten from deep which I, listen we'll take what we can get
1: i, I kind of zoned out for a second because i was sending her a text i really thought you were about to make landry Shamet the king of the game because <laughs> oh you God. said he, he'll get his flowers despite what Saul says. <laughs> oh, so I, when i, I looked should've. up i was like wait what are we really getting the done
2: that. i totally should have done oh, that you had your
1: chance i you did blew it
2: i <laughs> didn't even think about that next time I'll i'll get him in there one of these days but yes campaign you know, like we said, campaign stepped in when the team needed him the most, and to move into that starting unit, and he's played well both games, well-ish both games. Mm-hmm. Yes, last two days ago. What's today? Friday. Wednesday ago. night's yeah. game was great. Mm-hmm. Tonight's game, Cam at least looked like at multiple at portions of this game that like he actually wanted to be out there. Right. So. Yes.
3: He was, he was the only guy that was trying to give them anything late in that game. Hit 5 of 10 from 3, which was huge because they only hit 13 as a team. The one thing he needs to be a little bit better about, which he was in the Minnesota game, is the turnovers. He had 4 tonight. He had 0 against the Wolves. Um, and that's that's a big thing on a night like this where you're struggling to find a rhythm. It seems like officials are calling palming and they're calming that, uh, you know, that first step that guys take before they put the ball on the ground a lot more as a travel this year. And
0: that's hurt him a couple times. Mm-hmm. Hello, stop slandering stuff, the Magic Dragon. Yeah, Again,
2: game end here. I will not allow <laughs> it. You know what was a win tonight?
0: What's that?
3: Us hanging My out bet together.
2: On the no. DraftKings Sportsbook app. Mm-hmm. Saul's bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And Gerald's pretend bet uh, from our pregame show. <laughs> Sorry, Jespo, you're the lone wolf tonight.
0: Look, I that? tried to be optimistic, and that'll teach me not to be optimistic, <laughs> damn it. I'm done with this being a kinder, gentler Espo. Man. So Is I that took it over. <laughs> what the fuck? What? <laughs> I was trying to be when, Mr. Positive.
2: When did that ha- hey, when did this happen? Hey, you all are down this team. Did oh. you guys get that memo? Um... Yeah, <laughs> Lindsay, you're so such a
1: fence <laughs> rider. God, no! I don't like it. Happened? No. no,
2: it literally happened. What was last weekend's game? When me and Espo were trying to be positive, when we played Portland, was it Portland? Yeah, yeah. And Portland. it was a garbage, boring ass game. Espo and I were. That's when it started. Espo was trying to be positive. Wait, I was like, that Espo game took that a they page won by out of like my book. Yeah, but it was so boring. Well,
3: but you can be
0: positive well, after I'm, 18 point right. win. I'm trying. But that's to when be it started. A- I've been told that, you know, just because Arizona teams have had a rough go of it, don't be positive, don't be negative, <laughs> don't don't always act like, ho-hum, Arizona sports teams can't do it because of the dingst. Uh-huh. Well, I tried to not be that, and I got screwed. <laughs> so screw that idea. I'm going back to being me.
2: Oh, man. Let's not do that.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> Well, screw you, do
2: Lindsay. I like you being positive. Right. I would prefer you let's just stick. Let's with not this. go back to Suffering, you being yourself. Suck a I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't want you to be mean. Anyway, back <laughs> to the bed. He just said, "Let, let, let me <laughs> go
3: back to being myself," and she said, "Let's not let's do not that." Let's not do that.
2: I did I not like that him. Part. Chris Melton says that part. To be fair, Chris I heard Melton the mean part.
1: nails it. You can still live in reality and still be optimistic, mm-hmm. like.
2: I I swear to God I did not hear Espo say I'm going back to being mean I heard you say I'm going back to being mean
1: everybody's saying don't be yourself Espo no but I feel like I
2: started that and I fueled that fire I I heard you were saying you were going to go back to being mean that's what I heard hello Hello says it fast
0: no one screws Espo except Espo (laughs) which was
1: my slogan in high school oh Oh, my god I mean, he said it yesterday <laughs> on the show when we were doing the draft. The, the, he loves uh, him some hymns.
2: Oh, <laughs> no. Okay. Anyway, back to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, I took the over on Devin uh, rebounds tonight. It was at four and a half rebounds. He finished with eight of those. I'm telling you, I feel like the over on book right now is probably minus the points. But um, I feel like it's going to be a decent option to bet on because I feel like Devin's going to be like, I have to do it because if nobody else will – it who it's got to be me
1: Yep. welcome back old book
2: and then Saul, <laughs> what was your bet you took points rebound and assist for da the under
1: yep 26.5 was- he only got 20 yeah shocker
2: so well, yeah they only got I, I am
1: not only off the bandwagon i am off the bandwagon sprinting and i have now just left the state hello oh, man, have
0: you joined uh, the Daanon? Are you like totally oh, on the oh, oh, on the Luca?
1: No, <laughs> no, no, let's not no. Do that. I don't. I don't care. I don't care about anything else except for Da and his performances. And time okay. after time after time, whenever you need this dude the most in some bullshit ass game, he doesn't show up. He doesn't show up. He doesn't show up against weaker competition. What we would what we would deem inferior competition to what he could provide. He doesn't show up a lot of those times, and the last three games have proved that. And, and 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 okay, Embiid's not inferior competition, but guy barely did anything in that game. Okay, Gobert not inferior competition, but I think Da can, is a better offensive player than than Gobert is. Right, still didn't do shit mm. tonight. You have inferior competition for real, for real this time. Meh, meh, twenty. Yeah, uh, that's just man, I'm just so sick. So of basically,
2: it. the moral of the story is take the over on book and the under on DA right now. If you're putting money on the DraftKings sportsbook app, so I know
0: because
1: book didn't even show up. Put put money on Saul's heart being broken by DA. Okay. It is. Well, it really go is. Go with that. I'm like super disappointed. For I real. feel
2: you. I don't, I think a lot of people are super disappointed right now, and rightfully so. And we can continue on this conversation. But first, I have to tell everybody about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Because right now, new customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I think everyone is really upset about DeAndre And Well,
1: I mean, I don't know. It's just... It's just so frustrating, you know, and, and honestly, a night like tonight also makes me frustrated with Mikhail Bridges. And I know he had 30, 31 the other night and he played fantastic. But those those are glimpses. And I'm tired. I, I'm tired of these two giving us glimpses mm. that maybe that's the way I should say it. Mm. I'm tired. I am tired of these two giving us flashes and then nothing else. Flashes and then nothing else. Like, where is the damn consistency, the floor, the baseline for D.A. right now? Should be on a bad night, he still gets you sixteen and ten on a bad night. But instead, that's almost a great game for him right now. That's a good game for him right now because the last couple games he's had single digit rebounds. Right. He's getting out rebounded by fucking Bull bowl <laughs> and Carter and Wendell Carter. Like, what are we even doing right now? I, I just, I, I'm just so tired of it. I'm just tired of it. And, mm-hmm. and nobody can say I'm a hater. There's no possible way you can say I'm a hater because I've been on this dude's side for four straight years. I thought he should have got the max. I thought he should have been getting the ball a lot more, but every step of the way outside of the playoff run in 2021, it just feels like he continuously just stops himself from excelling and going to another level. And I'm just tired of it. I am so tired damn tired of defending this dude when he should be playing at a much higher level whether it's his motor I saw him on five different possessions consecutive possessions go back and watch the tape where he's just standing around the ball gets hit off the rim and he doesn't even flinch to go get it he just watches his other teammates go get it and there's like lack of movement he's not even involved on the offensive side very much he's standing around waiting for things to happen dude Activity like there's things that are there for you to take advantage of, and you just refuse to do it for whatever reason. Again, just super super disappointed. Do you guys want guy. a
2: life lesson with Lindsay? What's for that? a hot second? Should <laughs> sure. we do a life what's, lesson real quick? What's your life, life lesson? Sometimes, with no. All of us either have or have had people in our life who tell us who they are. Ooh. They say out loud who they want to be, who they think they are, or what they think they're capable of are, or capable of. We look at people and we want to see their potential, right? We know that they can be better than what they are in so many different ways. But sometimes in life, and everyone's timeline is different, and that's okay for you guys to determine your own timeline, especially when it comes to Suns basketball and players on this team. But everyone has to determine their own timeline of when they stop believing what people are telling us and start believing what people are showing us Mm. at some point in time you have to believe da when he shows uh when he shows us who he is as a player we have to start believing it and that could be it could be situational like i'm not saying that that's who da is for the rest of his career because a lot of times it is situational how many times do you hear of somebody breaking up with somebody and then they go start dating somebody else and they do all the exact same things that the last partner asked them to do like pleading with them to do. So Sometimes it's situational and if DA moves on to another team whether by his choice or not and he goes and he balls out there then maybe it's just a bad situation that he was in where he just could not thrive. So but at some point in time I, we just have to under, uh, we just have to say this is DA he has showed us who he is and that's him.
3: I want to be careful with the bad situation thing because Phoenix, if anything, and I've always said this has enhanced his development. And and people are gonna disagree with me that with that, and I don't care. They have put him time and time again in positions to succeed. But to your larger point, yes. I'm I, not
2: I, I'm not saying that Phoenix is at fault. Right. Necessarily. I'm saying sometimes things just don't, don't work emerge, out. Yeah. Sometimes you could be the best, you could be the best guy with the best girl, and you guys seemingly on paper are the perfect fit and it doesn't work out. And that's no one's fault. I'm just saying if he goes and he balls out somewhere else, just understand that maybe, maybe it just wasn't right here. But but, but, But don't be angry about it.
0: Let let me ask you this. What do you do after you get out of a a relationship? What, What do they call the next thing?
2: I think you should they be call it a, it. Rebound. They call, a rebound they call it a rebound,
0: a rebound. No. DA can't do that so we don't have to worry about oh
3: Damn it oh my Ispo.
0: god
3: that was worth that was worth the build up I liked it
2: I will say for me with DA this season is my timeline I, I will give on. DA until the end of the season that's my timeline look and, and we shouldn't
3: I don't want to like overreact to a handful (laughs) of bad games either because like it was just five games ago that he put up 24 (laughs) on 10 of 14 against the Blazers and yeah it came in a loss but that loss shouldn't have been because there was a travel at the very end like he's had a bad stretch and he's had a rough start to the season very inconsistent it is a little bit worrying but like. We've talked about this before like leading up to that finals run we weren't sure if he was going to play in fourth quarters and he wound up being the most consistent player during that run. I think he will turn it on. He turned it on during the Pelican series last year as well. But yeah, this is a little disconcerting start to the season and it's something that he needs to get on track very and soon. And that's I why will-
1: and that's why I kept going back to the to the main thing, consistency. Like we should have better consistency. From a guy like D. A. Yes. and and Michael Bridges, especially offensively, we we need better consistency for those two. Because I'm telling you folks, there is no championship in sight if those two don't get it together. Mm-hmm. If they don't if they don't provide a higher baseline, it ain't happening. So I see you, Mister J.R. J. Reed, like in the chat, and, and and you're upset about D. A. and the slander right now. That's fine, but outside of the first quarter, you can't look at this game and tell me that D. A. didn't show up because he played really good in the first quarter. And then after that, he was basically a non-factor. Devin Booker will have an off game. It's okay. I can settle for Devin Booker having a bad game every now and then because he is far more consistent than any son on the team. Any son. Chris Paul, D.A., Mikael, there's not a single son on there that is more consistent than Devin Booker. Devin Booker, just about every single night, you can book him for 25-plus points a night. You know where you're going to get with Devin. You can't say the same thing about everybody else, and that's the biggest difference. That's why we're not harping on Devin Booker against a midi game against Orlando for being off because he just had 32 the other night against Minnesota, and that's his standard. That's what he usually provides on a day-to-day basis. I haven't seen that from D.A. I haven't seen that from Mikhail. I haven't seen that from any other son on this team outside of Chris Paul, and we probably won't see that from Chris Paul scoring-wise again.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've been basketball teases, and what I I don't want to— I don't want somebody that has to turn it on. I want somebody that's on and -hmm. that they have off nights. Mm -hmm. All right. I don't want a guy that has to flip that that switch to be there. I want the person that you can count on. And when he has a bad night, a la Devin Booker, you say it was a bad game and that's okay. It happens every once in a while.
2: Instead of the reverse where Mm -hmm. you're questioning, is this just a good game that happens every once in a while? Or is this who they can be? Exactly. I would much rather have the Devon side of that argument. We do have a couple super chats. Does anybody want to read this super chat from Psycho Blue? Because I'm going to screw it up again. Psycho
1: Blue. B-Ball Cthulhu says that missing three (laughs) rotation players caught up to us. B-Ball Loki is the local Orlando fan in the Pantheon. Big Florida man vibes.
2: Okay thank you I don't know what that action was, was. I, I, but sure. I like it I was like I, I, all, was, all I, over I was place. thinking like
1: comic con <laughs> kind of like you know so
2: comic-
1: I, I've always wanted to read his tweets but you know obviously Lindsay was doing that so I do you could wanna,
2: always like if, if I you want to read his I will now I, I, from now on you will always recycle but,
1: but, but I also didn't want to go like stereotypical voices you know what I'm saying like I didn't want to go down that road so I was trying to think like what close. would Dragon Ball Z <laughs> sound like yes
0: can I read this one for my $2 super chat from my cat. So with that, like <laughs> disappointment is different. <laughs>
1: we had to get nookie <laughs> monster back oh, in, yeah. oh, I don't, there are very few things in life, Lindsay, <laughs> that I absolutely fucking hate. Yep. More than, just... than fucking whatever monster. Like, <laughs> I, every time <laughs> he starts, I literally want to leave the show. His eyes every just gloss over. I wish I had an OGs <laughs> so I could just forget that this ever happened. Have you not realize?
2: Yeah, oh that's why. That's exactly it. This, this. is honestly <laughs> okay. You guys are literally like stepbrothers. Like I'm just like I'm waiting for the time where you guys. You're already best friends, but where you I'm that, gonna
1: you you know what? just become best friends. I'm just gonna bring a, a, a squirt gun to the fucking set. <laughs> and every time he opens his mouth to go, Oh, I'm gonna shoot him right in the mouth.
0: <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so oh, I like with water I like water people. I like your water suggestion. S foot shade. Make a sock with that voice. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> I just have it on in the office every single day. <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: so somebody asked me to do some of these reads in Lawn Babby voice. Oh, and no. I realized
2: I've lost my Lawn Babby voice.
1: <gasps> no! I got to go back and find it. I oh, don't have tough.
0: it
2: anymore. Wow. I tried it. And I'm like, that's not it. So you're telling me you can't do an underdog fantasy read right now in a Lawn Babby voice? Oh,
0: Ooh, I, no. I, I literally, I don't have it. Isn't
1: it like fat-tongued?
0: No, it's like you know, I you know, uh, I, 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 I you know the the, the underdog fantasy app uh, is just wonderful. You know, you use that code PHNX. Uh, you put a hundred dollars in, you're gonna get a hundred dollars back uh, that you can use in the app, and you can play pick 'em. Yeah, uh, use the four the five P's to figure out how to how to win your bets. Uh, and uh and and you you pick higher you pick lower you know that's what you do at, at, at the underdog fantasy app it's, it's terrible it's not I love, you. I love i don't you. know what day. it is i, I
2: don't it. know I what you. it is either but I, but
0: i mean so go to the underdog fantasy app and uh yeah you you can uh, get that hundred dollars uh in matched uh match wagers there.
2: But only if you use the promo code PHNX. That's how you get, yeah, that's how you get the free extra hundred dollars in match deposit. So check that out. Underdog Fantasy. You can find it in the app store. It's a lot of fun. It's the best way to play fantasy sports and potentially win big money at the same time. Also, Saul, you said you needed an OG's. Everyone was talking about needing something after the Nookie Monster read. Right now, I think Four Peaks is what we all need. A couple good Four Peaks beers. Mm -hmm. You can find them basically at any grocery store around town. You can find them at the Four Peaks Brewery down in Tempe. And it's so delightful. So check it out. If you feel like you just need something to take the edge off, Four Peaks beer is there for you. Also, Four Peaks and PHNX have teamed up to host... All U.S. and Mexico World Cup matches at their 8th Street Pub. We're here for you as well, so check the link in the show notes to register for free. But just a reminder, you do have to be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks beer, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly.
0: The best part of those World Cup uh, watch-alongs, who doesn't want to get drunk at noon? I mean, I mean, come on out and get drunk at true. noon. point. Or
2: 8 a.m., You can do literally any all day.
0: Whenever you want to get drunk. It's,
2: It's basically like you're on vacation. Where you can just wake up and start drinking, you could wake up and have a mimosa. What vaca- you can have a bloody mary. What
0: vacations do you go on? can you give me your travel agent?
2: I mean, <laughs> when I'm you go saying, on vacation, you on don't vacation. just
1: wake up and drink. I got a six year old. What do you? You I'm haven't had a six year old your whole life. You're thirty eight years old. <laughs> I've acted like I've had a six year old oh my whole life. Oh my god!
2: I'm like you don't just do whatever. Literally whatever the f you want on vacation. Isn't that the point of vacation? No. He's like
1: <laughs> su- he's like legit no. stunned right now <laughs> that like in Vegas you wouldn't just wake up and have a beer. Well, well Vegas but. is different.
0: Boop. I've never been to Vegas on vacation. I've only gone for work. Oh my god. And I have drank then <laughs> in the morning.
2: Yes. So then you get it. You,
0: I, you said vacation. I defaulted to
1: when I go on vacation. Okay. I'm Like what, oh, man? Your vacations make me sad.
2: Espo, we got to plan you a vacation, <laughs> just you and the wifey. Saul will, Saul will take row.
1: Hello, says Espo treats himself like a six year old. I want to call bullshit on this. I I'm going to ask Tracy what vacations do you go on where my man can't have a drink in the morning.
0: I drink. <laughs> the last vacation, I went to
1: Legoland. Like it's, like, it's, it's not even better. All the more
2: to get drunk.
3: I'd be drunk at Legoland. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've only got like one roller coaster. On right.
2: We're going to have to work on this, Espo. It's all, we'll put it on the to do list Fine. for next, next season. I'm
0: going to pack a bunch of those four peaks in my suitcase. I'm going to have a good time on vacation. I'm to right? get
1: arrested. Going Joel on. Martinez says, Drunk at New, cheering on Team US. Saul seems he seems like he likes to party early in the morning. Uh, I like to party all the time. Go to any of our game party watches, and you'll find people that just want to buy shots and have shots, or whatever. It goes down all the time. I don't back down. You give me a shot, I'm drinking it. Come through, find out. Ask Jay in the chat. He was there. Bought a couple drinks. Here we go. <laughs> PHX Scotty gets it. That's what was in an alcohol. <laughs> Yeah, i
2: love the contrast but one just drink what we're saying. talking about a drink a mimosa <laughs> i know okay
1: but Do i'm a ma- little relish on your hot dog i'm gonna though? i'm gonna be fair to espo girl,
0: with the legoland one because when i was a kid both my brother and i we went to legoland and my parents both had one drink each and they fucking lost my brother <laughs> my brother was lost in legoland that seems like a <laughs>
1: personal <laughs> issue a wow. Not, that's, that, that's what we call an outlier okay yeah, <laughs> Emma just, Emma just,
0: just totally her broken hair. into her
2: parents completely under the bus. She will be hearing from her mother after out. the show today. Okay, <laughs> let's get back on track. We do have a super chat. One more from Psycho Blue. Thank you so much, Psycho Blue. Saul, would you like to read this one? No,
1: this is not a, <laughs> okay. a normal. So,
2: hey, Espo, next August, come visit me at EVO in Las Vegas. I might have a meet and greet booth with Fresh Cut, and then we can talk about how to break the seal there you go that's your vacation in las vegas oh, we'll psycho we'll, blue is gonna we'll, help you out like
1: we'll me. be there next summer for the summer league let's <laughs> there go. go there we go
2: all right to kind of round things out is this just a game that needs to be flushed and moved past or is there anything that can be learned from a this
1: million game? percent flushed you move on you forget about this game never bring it up again burn it in hell <laughs> and uh DA and Mikhail still need to be consistent. I think those are the two things you can take away.
0: I think you can learn. Monty should pop this tape in every time they're about to play a shit team and go, if you don't get your mind right, this is what's going to happen. You're going to get your ass kicked by an inferior team, and we're too good to let that happen.
3: I think you flush it. I think you look for more consistency from Mikhail and DA, but I think we're flushing it until the next time this happens, and it will inevitably happen again but I'm not worried about it. Still third in the West even after tonight's loss. Like, we know this is going to be a good team. We just have to tolerate some of these mind-numbing losses to bad teams every now and then.
1: Todd, I I, I want to agree with you, but the Blazers are a decent team. They're not a shit team. They might make the playoffs. They've been playing good basketball. I'll give them a pass on those. And the the Sixers— they're 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 better than bad but they're not phenomenal and a lot of people in the preseason have you know had them highly ranked with harden obviously so right you know we'll we'll just this one's probably the worst loss of the season for sure especially how they played but we'll just forget about it and move on
2: yeah and todd was saying however this keeps happening before we
1: do i I do have something additional to say Mm. yes are we all done yes okay well hey it is veterans day and i wanted to give a shout out to to one of my guys, uh, you know, I love supporting veterans. If you don't know who, uh, what I'm all about, that is one of the things I'm about. Um, I, I think that the veteran community needs as much support as anybody out there. Um, and my guy, Carl Little, is funny. We were, uh, when I was a TI, he was actually one of my students. Big old guy. You can show the picture there, Emma. Uh, this is us in the dorm back in the day, uh, me teaching this big old six-foot-six dude uh, who played on the all-Air Force basketball team how to basically yell at kids, which was fun. <laughs> now he's the uh, assistant coach over at Austin P-, Austin P. after he got out of the military. He, he became a captain in the Army after moving on from the Air Force. Uh, I'm just proud of this dude, and I'm proud of a lot of the people that I served with, so I appreciate them. If you want to help out a vet, go to the org and help out because they need... Listen, I wish we could do more for vets in this country. Um, I know a lot of people clamor to, to do as much as we can for vets, but still there's still legislation that holds things back. I go to the VA. Uh, very often, and it is a frustrating experience trying to get things done at the level uh, as quickly as they need to get done. And then the mental health aspect of things is still so, so far behind. One of the reasons why I'm out of the military is because the mental health aspect of things, I literally was told, uh, don't make things bigger than they seem. And I was just like, well, okay, well, I'm struggling with a lot of things. Um, and it kind of ruined my life for about a three-year period, and here I am. So, uh, so please, help out a vet. Appreciate you. Thank you, Saul. thank you for your yeah, service. Thank That's you, Saul. Thank happy
2: you. Veterans Day. And happy Veterans Day to any of our viewers who also served or have family members or friends who served. We appreciate you guys as well. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. We hope you enjoy your weekend without Suns basketball, surprisingly <laughs> enough. This is like <laughs> the last weekend. Yeah, we after, good. Tonight, good. after tonight, it's probably a good thing to have a little yeah. detox. I'm right? having a morning drink. But... <laughs> <laughs> Monday, we'll be right back here. Hopefully, we'll the Suns will be back in uh, decent form uh, by then. <laughs> so we'll have a pregame show 30 minutes before tip-off and a post-game show on Monday for you guys. Until then, be excellent to one another. Thank you for joining us. You can follow me on Twitter at Smith Lindsay Az. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And, of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home.
0: RIP, Batman. Ahoy, hoy. excellent
2: H- H- cool.
1: Hey, yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. X though. Lindsey, Gerald, Espo. Saw him pass the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me.